0: Let's go yeah, on a trip. Yeah, let's go on a trip. Yeah, baby. It's not too bad.
1: What was the question again? <laughs> okay, let's go. I'm Angela Coturns.
0: I'm Ian Rogerson.
1: And welcome to Suddenly Senior. This is a podcast series for those of us who've reached a certain age in life.
0: That's right. You can join if you're not our age, but it'll be a lot more fun if you are.
1: <laughs> so strap yourselves in, check your blood pressure, light your spliff. Pour yourself a
0: small bevy and let's go. ha, ha, ha. He's one half of Australia's favourite sports comedy duo, famous for making obscure Olympic sporting competitions must-watch television. An actor, comedian, broadcaster, adored by millions, he's a household name, a bloody living legend. You know him as H.G. Nelson, but today we're calling him Greg Pickhaver. He joins us now, and welcome to Suddenly Senior.
2: Yes, thanks very much, Ian and Ange. <laughs> Tremendous to be here, and uh, already I feel older somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's sorry a, about that. It's <laughs> a <laughs> bit of
0: an ageing process. It still, is. Isn't it? Yeah,
2: doing a podcast <laughs> called Suddenly Senior. <laughs> uh, I, I have felt senior for some time though, so I feel as though the territory not unfamiliar to
1: me. And so, do you relish the delights of seniorhood?
2: Let's say, can I look at this slightly cack-handedly and say it's got nothing to do with aging. It's what your attitude towards the moment is, and now uh, this is very common in any sort of uh, philosophical uh, discussion, especially largely coming out of, say, let's say the subcontinent over the last, you know, several thousand years. That the idea is is not to worry about the future and not to worry about the past, but to focus on this moment.
0: Oh, that's very that's very
2: Buddhist. Yeah, no, well, yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily restrict to Buddhism. Yeah. In, in fact, uh, you know, the great Hindu scholars would probably agree with the same thing. And uh, I do feel as though that this is something where, um, you know, it's taken me a while to arrive at this. Before, I was much more like a bull in a china shop and I wouldn't stop for anything. Mm. So it's taken me a while to calm down. The other big thing is that I, and I say this with all humility, to, given the work that we've done in our lives, I don't dwell too much on the past. Mm. I find that, that often the nostalgia glow is not something that I particularly care for.
1: Good on oh. you. you. That's know, very so, interesting. It must so. be hard
2: work though. I mean, it's not an easy thing to live in the moment. Uh, correct. Correct. I watch, I have fairly guarded, um, you know, sort of, what would I call it, moments, unguarded moments, to church song. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you the first <laughs> yeah. three bars of that song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we don't, don't let don't let the show get sidetracked into nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, look, I I think it's a practice and I do think that the practice is not to be underestimated, but I am really also very guarded about making any comment which would seem uh, for me to be telling what pe- people what to do with either their time or their age. I- I- I'm just not really that interested.
1: No, but I- we're interested, interested in what you do with your yes, time no, no, and no, at this a, age. Yeah. So what shits you about getting old? Well, I
2: reckon what shits me about getting old is the idea that I become attached to things which I shouldn't be. So, as in other words, a classic is a discussion about what's wrong with you. Look, we're all dying. <laughs> when you get to my age, you're cl- much closer to the end than the start. I know what's wrong with me. I'm quite happy to sit there and listen to what's wrong with you, but I'm going to be not the slightest bit interested in talking about how I'm fucked. <laughs> um, um, because I know that it's impossible, that sort of thing, is impossible to communicate.
1: Huh.
2: You know? Interesting. And, yeah, because everybody's got their own particular run of outs.
1: Yeah. Are you
2: a meditator? No. The, uh, my but under- you a, a yoga practitioner. Yeah, I'm a yoga practitioner. The big, the big thing if you become a yoga practitioner, you realise that meditation is extremely difficult. <laughs> extremely <laughs> difficult. Most yoga people would say meditation's part of a practice – but probably leave it until you've mastered most of yoga, oh, really? and really? you can crack into
0: it. It's not that far off going to sleep, though, really, is it? Meditation.
2: Um, I think that's a wrong way of looking at it. Yeah. To be quite honest, because <laughs> I find I'll nod off if I try well, to meditate the, the, too long. Well, the thing about it is, is that you're you're allowing the the mind to, and this is somebody who doesn't do it, so I'm making a guess here, mm. to, to to mind to calm down, and sleep is not a million miles from that. But it's not, it's meant to, you're meant to stay in the moment. Right. You're meant to practice being in the
1: moment of meditating. Like That's right. Yeah. And so I, I, I learned meditation and I have a mantra and you say it over and over and over again. And the thing is thoughts come And you're not allowed in- to
0: tell us that mantra,
1: are no. you? but the thing is that thoughts come into your mind and the trick is to let them go. You don't let it sit in there and fester. That's right. Thoughts come, thoughts go. Thoughts come, thoughts go. That's what it's about. So it's not really like being asleep at all. But Well, I'm glad you both cleared that up. But I'm just
0: wondering, the yoga thing, was it something you got into, you know, just over the last 10 years or so, or have you been working on it for a long time?
1: Are you doing Uh, seniors yoga?
2: No, I wouldn't. In fact... I've got to be honest here. Is the yoga is opening up parts of me which I haven't been haven't been able to access before. And I'll give you an idea. Is um, obviously in, when I was younger, I worked in the circus, and I was largely an understander, meaning the person who stood at the bottom of the pyramid and stuff like that. Mm. And I looked at the people doing the trapeze or practicing trapeze, and I thought, "There's no fucking way I can do that." But now being upside down. Is quite an interesting process because I'm quite relaxed about being upside down uh. and wondering, th- sensing spatial things. Mm. You know, obviously a trapeze person has to be able to calculate s- movement in space and, all and where that sort they're going to land, yeah, go yeah, on, yeah, all that sort of stuff. I reckon I I don't want to do it because it'd be stu- you know age-appropriate activities cuts in here. Uh, but uh, the rest of the time is that I'm amazed at how much spatial awareness I can have upside down now. Wow. that is really weird.
0: And uh, your spine goes into place does that all fall into place oh uh, yeah so, okay yeah? now
2: the, if you do yoga one of the great benefits of doing yoga is you don't have to go to the osteopath so much right so I was a great you know spender of time at the osteopath but now I hardly ever go mm.
1: so yoga is about more about maintaining physical health for you yes and physical
2: health in the total sense in mm-hmm. a holistic sense mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean I, again i'm not a, i'm not a teacher of this so it's very difficult to be uh, dogmatic about it in any way. I originally got into yoga a long, long time ago mm. because of heartbreak. All oh, uh, right. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do yeah. it. So yeah. the, you know, when, you have, when you're unlucky in love, mm. um, you know, it's huge. Or you're chasing after love. Yeah, well, true, true, true. Uh, you tend to, you know, there's lots of solutions to that. But one of the solutions I changed was to learn more about the larger issues in life, and again, here I'm not sort of thinking about the models that Holden had out at the time. I'm mm. thinking about, yeah, yeah. you know, how life actually works and what's interesting what's interesting out there that you don't have to be romantically attached to. Can I put it that way? Oh, well, that's pretty um, – gro- that's a big growth thing.
0: You know, moving past the just the, the slings and arrows but, of outrageous relationships into thinking is there more to this than just chasing – A bit of skirt or something, you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, what a lovely thought. (laughs) Well, I didn't put it very well, but you know what I'm saying. Uh,
2: Okay. Uh, Who
1: are you again?
2: (laughs) look, Look, the thing that I'm no great student of any particular form, I've tried lots of different forms of it and have a bit of an understanding about how some are more beneficial than others. So mm-hmm. I began doing what they call hathi yoga, which is a, a very gentle form of yoga, which is probably very suited to the time. And I quickly learned that there was this other adjunct sort of thing to that called deep relaxation, which is a, like a, a, a meditation where you're lying on the ground where you use your body to um, relax the mind. I mean, it's all wow. fitted together and stuff like this. Anyway, so I did a lot of that and understood some of the elements of that. And then one big thing that I found was... I can't really do it by myself. I need a teacher, somebody to set the lessons, somebody to set the asanas, etc. in the in the practice. So I can't really um, discipline myself to do it. I am improving on that front, but I'm nowhere near where I should be really to be able to just wander around and think, oh, well, you know, we can um, forget about all these things and I'll just practice on the mat. Now, there is a big thing in yoga, which is that, Time on the mat is very important, but you would say time on a surfboard is very important. Yeah. Meaning there's no shortcuts here. Very few people are able to just instantly do it, and I hate them for it. Mm. Um, But you've got to practice. You've got to practice. And the practice is, you know, a, a discipline, and, you know, in the same way as a musician would. Feel as though playing the bass guitar or, you know, playing an acoustic nylon string guitar <laughs> required some um, practice. And you and I have sat in rooms, all of us have sat in rooms where the guitarist in the middle of a conversation will pick up the guitar mm-hmm. and begin playing and you think, hey, hang on a minute. Yeah, During yeah, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So so the practice is something that's important and the practice is something that is um, inescapable really. Do yeah. mm. mm.
1: i have already learned quite a few things talking to you, Greg? One mm. is what an understander is. I, I understander, love that word. Yeah, I've never heard of an understander before. Mm. I love that job. And the other th- thing is you're much more cosmic, if I may use that description, um, than, you know, H.G. Nelson would lead you to believe.
2: Um, well, it's an interesting observation. I mean, I wouldn't say that. The, the, the big thing here is, of course, is and I'm not telling anybody secrets, uh, you know, I, I don't want the information if I have to spend all the time on the mat. I want the information while I'm washing up. Yeah, I, I, it's no point having this thing. I want the information when I lose in the tab. Um, you know, do you know what I mean? You you want it in in the in the fullest of life. You
0: want to get there, don't you? You you, you want to get to uh, that.
2: Uh, correct. Now the thing is, the thing is, is that you can go and sit on a hill and think, oh, I not it great. It's windy some days, it's sunny the other days, but that's not where you learn anything. Yeah. You might learn, oh, that's interesting, that grass grows at that time, look at that flower blooms now. But that's not much, Mm. you know. There's a lot more to learn and there's a lot more to rub up against. And rubbing up against things is what teaches you things. I
0: suspect you might be a hippie.
2: Oh, not quite, I don't think.
1: So the older you get, the more you're learning.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, without doubt. Take something like breathing, you know. Um you don't really want to take breathing.
1: No, go on. No, go on. Oh, go on.
2: Okay. There's a book just been put out by Cody Nestor, Kobe Nestor, I think it is, called A Breath. Now this has been yes. a big hit. Everybody's mm. read it and all mm. that sort of stuff. Anyway, this book seems to be returning a focus on to breathing and what it what how important it is, and simple things like breathing through your nose instead of your mouth and all this sort of stuff. Very important. Anyway, and you don't have to take my word for it, millions of people will tell you that. What I loved about it was in the middle of the book there's a quote. Translated from the Sanskrit from let's say five thousand years ago, and they were worried. The description of what they were worried about was exactly the same as what we worry about: traffic on the roads, yeah. You know, <laughs> whether, in whether in their th- own way, whether yeah. it be horse and yeah. cart, yeah.
0: or yeah. whether it be, be a yeah. chariot. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like yeah. Like yeah. Like we to have a. a God, we dreamt of a chariot. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm just being silly <laughs> yeah. now. But no, you can be silly. It's
2: It's, the, it's the
0: age. It's the age, old knowledge is still there and
2: we we really aren't changing at all, are we? Well, speaking of... age old knowledge look at the waste of time LSD's gone through lately see when we were much younger LSD obviously was a drug which doctors experimented with and then it, it escaped from the labs and so it was banned and now 50 years later they're back there microdosing people and seeing that it has a benefit that, you know in certain illnesses and certain mental attitudes and so on mm. and you think well why didn't they stick with it why didn't they why didn't they stick with it because obviously it wasn't one of those things which fitted the Framework of society at that time. So on it goes, and something else comes back. I mean, they say, uh, for instance, I find this hard to accept is leeches have a place in medicine. No, Not no. again. Yeah. They're
0: again. not bringing the leech back. Yeah, oh, the, the leech is
1: back. The leech is back. Yeah. Are you joking? No, no, the no, leech no, no. Is back. Uh,
0: I bet think- that's happening up, is that happening up the coast? No,
1: it's not, as a yeah. matter of
2: fact. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask it's
1: happen- It happens at, at Melbourne Hospital. And- yes, they, they
2: say it cleans the wound better than disinfectant. Yeah, exactly. I find that hard to believe, but there you go.
1: I mean, they collect the leeches up, my oh, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, I bet they do, yeah. Wow. See, I, you know, I'd,
2: speaking of hippie, I mean, mm. always when you say hippie, I think of 5G protesters. Oh. You know, people wearing alpha. Yeah, you know, like we're what?
0: going back up the coast again now, yeah. aren't we?
1: <laughs> I just Really? Stop it.
0: Okay,
2: we will.
1: So, Greg, so what do you know now that you wish you'd known when you were a younger man?
2: Okay. It, uh, knowledge and information are things that are age appropriate. They're not – there's not – any things that, that I wish I'd known then mm-hmm. because, exper- you know, my big rave is is people want experience but they don't want to actually experience. They want the benefits of experience without having the actual experience. So It's like
0: those things. kids who want to be superstars just because they've been on Instagram or something for a minute and they go, well,
2: you know, why, I why should it. I have to work at it? Yeah, I want to be in a Marvel mm. action movie now. <laughs> so, so what the thing is is that generally speaking, experience is a great learner He's a great teacher, should I say, and that it's very hard to get the experience, the, the benefit of the experience without actually having to experience it. Mm-hmm. So when I look at people often complaining about things that happen to them, I think, look at this person. They're articulate. They're um, able to understand the circumstances in which they found themselves and they respond wonderfully to it. And I think, don't complain about the experience. Look at the benefits you got from it. Just shut up about it. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes back to the thing about trying to, accept the bad that happens to you and the good that happens to you with roughly the same calmness. Mm. Mm. So you go wild about good things. They're yeah, fantastic. Isn't this great? People, I've got my Instagram page. Now I'm going to be in the Marvel movie. Sadly, it doesn't work out like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so then it, you get down it, to the dust. So it's, a, it's
0: the rough and the smooth. You're trying to level them out in a way.
2: Yeah, because it's not important. Yeah. That, well, I, I mean –
0: that's a big jump to actually come to that conclusion that it's not important whether or not it's really something really horrible is happening to you or something really good is happening to you.
2: But I'm not expecting, uh, again, I come to the point of I'm not expecting people to listen to this and think, oh, I'll change my life and do that. It's with massive hindsight. Well, I've got to be honest here. With massive hindsight, I can see the how little I got out of doing my block.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that is very wise. That is wisdom right there. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right.
0: Now, for a man who's, uh, you know, at the top of his game still in what you do and Mm. you've been maintaining it for years and years, Mm. it's it's great to be in work. Mm. Is is that something you love doing and you want to keep doing?
2: Okay, my view about this is that given that we work in show business, given the rules of show business are cruel and brutal, to be having actually... Being actively engaged in it and earned money from it for a long period of time is just remarkable. And I would say that um, I I always couch this in that this is not a trip to the terminus, you know, the work that we do. It's not like you start in a plumber and keep plumbers may feel exactly the same or sheep shearers may feel exactly the same. In fact, the work may be more title for them than it is for me. But this is not a trip to the terminus. I'm well aware of that, that people ask you to get on the bus or get off the bus, and you wait at the bus stop, and a number of buses go by, which you think I could get on that bus easily, but you can't until the next one stops. and people ask you to come and do it because remember they they have to pay you to do it. Mm. In the past, of course, when I was younger, I did it all for free, like we all did, uh, or we all do still, probably. Uh, people in that position. Well, particularly but, for the
0: people you were working for in the Melbourne comedy circuit, I well, would guess there'd be a lot of, of money not changing hands. No, it?
2: that, exactly the opposite. <laughs> yeah, you had to pay to play. Um, one thing I would say, though, is is that uh, this is two things about it. I'm still hoping that there'll be another bank to rob uh, in some way and I'd probably go to my grave thinking there'll be another bank to rob. Right. It doesn't mean that I would be doing what I'm doing now, but I still think that that's the way you've got to look at it. And the second thing is, when I was younger... And I I was a very bad student. I know I've talked about this before. A very bad student. Uh, I can remember getting to the second year of uni without reading a book. Um, And I really (laughs) mean that I did not read a book and could not write essays. Spelling was atrocious and stuff like that. And out of it, though, came the idea of an understanding of how dramatic practice, dramatic products explain life to you and if you understand this you will have be tooled up to to examine almost any human activity. Any human activity and you will be able to be rewarded by an understanding of that human activity. Now, this is the same as you talk about physicists mm-hmm. or chemists or people who look after animals. They all say the same thing. It's a great reward. I'd never do anything else because animals teach me everything. Well, the theatre, or I, I use that word in generally, performance, mm-hmm. encouraging, understanding performance, will teach you everything about humanity that you need to know. And that's its own reward. It's a great reward. Fantastic. That, um, and, I, I mean, I've been blessed because... Um, and I use this example all the time, is that my mum and uh, to a lesser extent my dad, but certainly my mum, uh, was a great taker and dragger of me along to things that I didn't realise why I was going to see them. And the key one Such was as... seeing the Royal Shakespeare Company when I was about four. And I looked up and they the two shows they had were Taming of the Shrew, which I didn't really understand. Midsummer
0: Night's no, Dream? No,
2: no, a bit no. later. I've seen it. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, was the other one was uh, The Merchant of Venice. And so I'm looking at this and I'm thinking – I want to do that, but I don't want to do what they're doing. Yeah. That's from a very early age. Um, Now, of course, growing up in Adelaide, there weren't many opportunities to do this. And so you had to invent something which you then able to ask people to give you money to do. So as I often point out, you've got to wait for the wheel to turn so as the world wants you, you know, can take on board what you've got to offer. Mm. So as luck would have it, It did.
1: It did. He's, it's like talking to a Zen master. Oh, I love it. It's an existential
2: it's like- <laughs> first conversation we've had
0: here. Oh you know, it's been so shallow up until now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, this is—I would
2: argue that this is. I mean, I do love existential things, but um, you know, I'd say that this is um, an understanding of where I'm at, at now. Mm. But of course, the ambition is—you is, shouldn't talk like this because you know, ambition's death. But anyway, what what I would like to be able to understand is out there further. Is out there further, meaning that I have to have experience that allows me to unravel what I've – and get the tools together to be able to understand it more.
0: Well, that's a work in progress for it you, is. Greg.
2: It is. And let me tell you,
0: fantastic work so far.
1: And so, Greg, I, I, I mean, just trying to drag you back to this topic of, of being a senior, mm. do you fear getting old or losing your mind, you know, getting Alzheimer's perhaps?
2: Uh, okay, No One Gets Out of Here Alive is the famous title of the Doors book. So I do think that it's wise to have one eye on that truism, but at the same time uh, have an eye on the idea of that I'm not dead yet. Yeah. So where this gets into is I get into trouble uh, when um, I feel a sense of ordinary things getting away from me, but that's easier to control because you can do make changes to what you do to make ordinariness less burdensome. So, when it comes to some of these larger issues about what to do about getting old, is I, I just think I'm still interested in what's up around the corner. I'm still interested in how I'm actually going to finish up. So, when it comes to, and I should say this because um, you know people we work with have mm. had terrible ends to their lives recently and we've been yeah, to yeah. several fr- funerals which have been really uh, difficult events because you think, hang on a minute, we knew these people when they were hale and hearty and it wasn't so long ago and they're younger than me. And How does that happen? Yeah. Good on you, well done, mm. well done. How does mm. that happen? Anyway, so what happens is the next thing that happens is you, and I can't, I go to these uh, funerals but I find it very hard to go to the drink afterwards because they find them very confronting on this your sense of your own mortality, you know, there's one less in the line between you and the grim reaper.
0: Yeah, it's almost like you don't want to get too messed up in it, do do you? You'd rather,
2: okay, that happens, so now I can run away from it and and process it and stuff like that. But on the other hand, I do find it, I do find that rewarding because it's not really. A, I know this is a bit unfair to the people who have died, but it is a, it's a sobering, um, you know, moment of reflection whereby you think, well, now do I push on and read that book because I might be dead tomorrow and I would like to read that book or do I worry about the things that we're talking about here, the balance between the uncertainty of the cliff ahead and what's happened before and all those sort of things? So I do find them interesting moments. Mm. I've drifted off your question, though, a little bit. Um, but that's what's so fabulous. <laughs> <Yeah. No.
1: laughs> I can't even remember what it was. Well, it was oh, do whether, it. You fear, whether you in yeah. fact, fear getting old, old, very old, perhaps, you know, mm. getting Alzheimer's or uh, Parkinson's my, or something like that.
2: Okay, this is difficult. I don't want to be a burden to others like everybody. Mm. Uh, so if I got Parkinson's disease, I would find that a bit of a problem because I think that what we Although Parkinson's is a funny place now, isn't it? Because they do feel as though they have some repairs for it. That's
0: true. Modern uh, medicine's going to save all of us, hopefully. Yeah, Alzheimer's. Yeah.
2: Or, yeah, Alzheimer's. Rapid onset Alzheimer's would uh, scare the shit out of me. I think that I could try and be... Uh, how do I put this? Still interested if and let's face it limited um, you know physical attributes i still want to be able to use what i have to further the adventure that i'm talking about
1: a that, that's a, that, Greg's a guru. Yeah.
0: That's where I think no. we'll leave it too, because I think that's a beautiful spot to finish. Thank you for taking the time out and having a good think with us. Oh, yeah. that's all right. So great. great. Thank you oh, very good. much.
2: Good. And you know, everybody listening, you know, disregard the last 30 minutes of conversation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or use it. Whatever you feel like. Greg, what a pleasure. Thanks. That's
2: fine. And uh, you know, hats off to everybody who's suddenly seen you.
1: <laughs> Please like. And also subscribe. Thank you for listening. I'm Angela Coturns. I'm Ian Rogerson. Leave a comment, as long as it's nice. (laughs) If it's not, fuck off. (laughs) See you
0: next time, Ange.
1: Bye. (laughs) And I want wine with my meds.